What's up, guys? It's Aaron. And Nicole. This is Dude That's Fucked Up. It is. It's fucked up. It's all <laughs> fucked up. So um, much fuckery. So much fuckery. What's up, everybody? How you doing? I hope you're well. We're doing as good as we can. And, yeah. you know, just keep on trucking. So we're going to talk about some cool, fun shit oh my God. in a second. It's um, so fun and cool. I love it. I and love it. And fucked up. Love- Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's everything. It's everything you want from this podcast, but of course it is because that's what we're doing here. We're here for you. Yeah. Um, But we'll talk about our topic in just a second. Before mm-hmm. we do, we're going to talk about some business. Biz. Let's do the biz. Okay. Before the biz even, can I just oh. say something I just learned this very second before we started recording? Oh, yeah. Christine. They brought Christina Aguilera back for the Mulan Real life movie to do the song. The Moulin Rouge. They're redoing Moulin no, Rouge. No, Moulin. Oh. You, okay. Oh, the movie. Oh, oh. <laughs> the like live action. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I don't think I explained that right. Wait. Oh, yeah. Moulin, the like. Moulin. Fucking, yeah, yeah. The, you were waiting for the me Disney to say movie. Rouge. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. Honestly, I was like, Moulin Rouge. Yes. <laughs> Moulin Rouge. Later, Mama. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that makes so much more sense. Oh, cute. You have an umbrella in your drink. Um, So cute. Bring in all the vibes for the YouTube channel. Yeah, this is all that I have in my life, you guys. <laughs> yeah, c- but show everyone your eyebrow. <laughs> I'll talk about that later. Okay. Oh, is that your fucked up thing? Mm. Uh, maybe. It's one adjacent. of many. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, no. So, Christina Aguilera, Mulan. Yeah, Christina. Yes. Okay, remember, like, when will my reflection show? That song. Yes. Uh, uh, okay, amazing well, song. It's not that song, but that's such a good song. Um, yeah. But she does do the theme song to the new Mulan live action film that Disney is releasing. Fuck yeah. Yeah, and that kind of excited me. I was like, oh, oh my gosh, they brought Christina back. Did that just, like, pop up as a, like, um notification or something on your phone what yeah, happened there I, I got i get text alerts like um <laughs> extina text alerts yeah it's like extina fan club text yeah. alerts it's the what a girl wants uh subscription list you have to get on the text list that is what a girl wants yeah it is uh up-to-date need to know yeah. disney movie uh oh god whatever um <laughs> Shut up, Aaron. God damn it. Oh, um, my God. Fuck. Well, I am drinking a margarita, so who cares? Um, <laughs> what's oh, So that's exciting, but uh, let's talk yeah. about biz. Okay, yeah, let's talk about biz. I uh, love that. Like, like pre-biz biz. It's pre. It's the pre-biz biz. Also, my I just realized my microphone output was really low, so I'm just fixing that. Mm. Um. Okay. Sorry. The biz. Postcard party. You guys. Wow. We're um, doing it. We're September doing it. 6th. It's a Sunday. It's brunch time. It's fun. It's great. Put it on your calendar. Hit us up for the link if you want to sign up for it. Uh, mm-hmm. We are going to be doing postcards. We're going to mm-hmm. be filling them out, mailing them to uh, voters all around the country. Yep. Whatever area you're in, you send- all around the world. <laughs> yep. Um, 
you just do that and uh you're sending you're 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 sending these postcards to voters who uh typically vote for democratic yeah. um uh candidates but just reminding them please vote for yeah. pro-choice candidates because it's very important we we mm-hmm. need to keep uh choice yep in this country and, and control over our own bodies yeah, and reminding people that it's important who you pick on a local level. Like, mm-hmm. this is obviously a big presidential election, but who you pick on a local level and what their voting history says and whether or not they've come out as being pro-choice or not is very mm-hmm. important. So it's just like, hey, make sure you do your due diligence Yep. before you go to the booth so that everything is high and tight. White and tight. Let's keep everybody accountable and just – make it keep it keep it like you said high inside do those like oh my god country kegels unless it's your <laughs> jean shorts and it's up in your pussy crack then you want that low and wide you know yeah <laughs> you want it like relaxed fit maybe <laughs> i don't know you gotta let those flaps be able to flap yeah you gotta let those flaps fr- fly free <laughs> it's a tongue twister oh my god um yes so that's the biz <gasps> also we have new merch in the store we've been yes. cranking out the orders everybody is really loving the the bandanas they're they're mm-hmm. incredible fantastic what oh other adjectives can we throw i mean they're they're beautiful they're I was going to wear mine and then forgot, but I am wearing my Close Call Studio t-shirt. Yes. Shout out. um, Yeah. I forgot to put on the bandana. I was frazzled right before this, so it's fine. It has to do with my fucked up. Oh, okay. Well, should we talk about that? Sure. All right. Go. You want me to go first? What, whatever you want, babe. You you do you. Do you need a minute? Like, I can go first if you just want to, like, breathe a little bit. Like, whatever you want. (sighs) Ugh. No, I'll just say it. It mm-hmm. just happened. So it's like very Vent. top of mind. Get it out. Yeah. I almost died. I was choking and Pete had to Heimlich me. No. Like, yeah. I mean, I didn't almost die. I, it was like probably not that long, but I was eating pizza oh with a fork. I know. And I can't feel inside my mouth. I so know. like I have to be super, super careful, which I try to be. And I wasn't drinking or anything, but I am now. Yeah, dude. Um, and so I was eating a piece of pizza and mozzarella cheese is tricky because the more you chew it, the like longer and like stretchier it gets. So like I was chewing it and I thought I had chewed it, but I like had chewed it to be such a thin, long piece. Oh my God. So I started choking on it and then I like went to pull it, but I wasn't quick enough. So then I got a little piece. It broke off. I was still choking. I was like, oh my God, Pete got up like from the table and like walked around the table and then like paused for a second and then I tried to get it again and I couldn't get it so then he got behind me and was like I don't know if he was like properly I'm looking me my ribs hurt I don't know if that's right did he get your like under your like solar plexus I don't know we should probably take a class since this is like a frequent occur I mean it's not that frequent but like frequent enough and so anyway I have like an amazing gag reflex so uh, bless that. Um, but so I started gagging and that's really what did the heavy lifting, I think. But I had not before I had like fully like drooled into like some of the succulents you gave me. 
Good. And into my hand, and I'm like pulling chunks out, and I'm like drooling onto my plate. I'm everywhere. It's just like, I don't even know what happened. And then I finally get it, and I pull it out. It was like this long. What it the was fuck? It's like your so, your esophagus muscles probably like stretched it. Maybe like it. stretched it. Yeah. And, because I did not take a bite that big, uh-uh. it, which I don't know how that happened. So it was like very thick and I think it just kind of like unraveled. Yeah. And then we both just started laughing and Pete's like, we got to take a picture of it. <laughs> and I was like, no. And then so you take I was a like, picture, please God. It's in the trash. Maybe I'll get it out after this. Uh, That's the I shit that like, almost killed you, that fucking bitch cheese. <laughs> bitch cheese. And so, yeah, it was funny. And then I was like, Aww. I have a fucked up thing now. And he's like, oh, good. Now you don't have to talk about the cockroach from last night. And I was like, I'm going to talk about that, too. Fuck. So, so here's the second part. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh <laughs> I guess I should, like, save stuff, but I just feel like this was funny. And as I was falling asleep, I had a joke about it. So <laughs> I was in our office. Okay. So this is so multi-layered. Um, I some, – for some reason, the YouTube video for this past week, like, our episode only uploaded, like, half of it. Oh, and weird. I just noticed yesterday, and I was like, oh, fuck. So I, like, fixed it. But it was just, like, slow to upload, and then it's processing. And then I was like, okay. So it was, like, late. And I was in the office by myself and Pete was waiting for me. Like it was after midnight. And I, I, he was like on the couch and I go to walk out and I go, oh my God, there was a cockroach, like an outdoor one. No. That was like the size of a mouse. No. Like it was no, like, no. and I, and it was like dark in our house and I go, oh my God, there's a cockroach. And he's like, what? And then I'm like, it's the biggest thing I've ever seen. It. But it was, like, very chill. It was not cockroachy in the sense that it was, like, scrambling. So it was, like, better. You know, it was, like, not that scary. And then, of course, we're, like, yelling at each other, like, someone get a shoe. And then I'm, like, I can't. I'm trapped in the kitchen with it. And then I'm, like, hurry. And then I'm, like, oh, I'll get God. a glass to, like, you know. Yeah, to trap, trap. it. And yeah. he's, like, no, just kill it. And I'm, like, well, then get a shoe. And then he's, like, girl, looking at all of our shoes to decide which one. I'm, like, just Pick a fucking shoe. I like screamed it. Well, you need like a heavy sold one if it's a big enough cockroach. You got you can't use. But you gotta move fast. Flip flop, you know. Yeah, yeah. true, true. But you gotta also move fast. So it's like you know, and I'm in there with it, and so so finally he gets a shoe. He comes and he kills it. And we were just like, I can't believe how big that was. Like we put it in its own bag and took it to the trash. And I'm sorry we killed it, but like. I just didn't – I don't like it. And so um, and so we were, like, f- falling asleep, and we were like, wow, that cockroach. And I was like, that cockroach was so big. That was a f- – that was a cock and balls roach. <laughs> oh, my God. And then I was like, I'm the funniest person of life. You know, it's like when you're falling asleep. But then Pete reminded me of it today, and I was like, that's pretty good. <laughs> It was the, it was the, it just really was coming out with its dick fully out. Like, it was, did not give a care about your fucking house. And it was like, this is my house, bitch. What are you going to do about it? I'm a cock and balls roach, okay? Mm -mm. I'm bringing the whole package. So, anyway. Yeah, those are my (laughs) fucked up things. Uh, Oh, dear God. (laughs) Are you okay? Yeah, my, I feel like, oh, just like everything that's going on this week in the world and how I feel and the rage I've had and the actions I've been taking responding to people that I shouldn't and and just like reading stuff that like people have 
like I'm minding my own business. I've gotten rid of so many assholes on Facebook and stuff. So I don't see this stuff that often. But then it's like, oh, a friend posts something. And then that person who I've like got, yeah. No, no, no. Like a friend Mm. like that Mm. I do Mm. follow. And then one of their quote friends, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's like get rid of these people. They're, they do, they like add nothing to your lives. All they do is come in here and they are assholes and they're, fully racist and yep. it's not even just like oh you're being racist it's like no you're fully doubling down on things that uh are a hundred percent racist and why are we pretending at this point that like it's gonna be all fucking kumbaya and we're gonna be able to change these people's minds no like, I, I, this is i i just stopped engaging with uh people yeah who are just like they're just they're they have brain worms they're they're so yeah. far gone like they just like yeah. don't get it so uh, I'm just I'm going to spend my energy and money uh, try helping people that actually yeah. need help. I don't need to help these people that can't even no. like think more beyond like their racist fucking bullshit. So no, you can't. And at this point, I'm just leaving like snarky comments that are mm-hmm. like really assholey because yeah, I just, just think it's trolling. funny and it's entertaining. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why not? If I can think of something clever. Yeah. Whatever. Fuck, fuck it, man. I It's it's yeah. just so it's really sad and discouraging to, uh, you know, yeah. engage with some of these people. So I uh, know. <sighs> but what's I know. your fucked up stuff this week? Well, so I uh, I I I said this on our episode for mm-hmm. – I think this is our commentary episode we did for our Patreon. This was like my fucked up thing I talked about in that episode. But I'm going to just tell it again because it's just really it's getting so – It's It's really getting me down. I uh, <laughs> I was a little stoned the other night and I was shaving my mustache, you know, as I was getting ready for bed, like after I washed my face. With your lady trimmer. It looks my- like a little pen type yeah, thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Just like a little little mustache trimmer, you mm-hmm. know, uh, as one does. And I uh, I was I was like, oh, shit, my, like, unibrow is, like, coming in. I better get that uh, mm-hmm. also. And then I just, like, kept going a little bit, like, above my eyebrows, like, and where my baby hairs connect to my mm-hmm. eyebrow. Mm-hmm. And I... I was a little too overzealous or wasn't <laughs> zealous enough to pay attention. And I just really shaved off part of my eyebrow that shouldn't have been shaved off. And uh, dear listener, uh, when I tell you I was, was spending 10 minutes trying to correct my eyebrow just now before <laughs> our, our, rec- our recording this here podcast, I yeah. uh, lost track of time. I was so consumed by it. Um, oh and then God. I have another another fucked up last night. I... Um, so that's fun. My eyebrows are all fucked up. What a up. week like, of fuckery. We're just dude, coming in hot with all these fucked up things. Like there's already so much like real world shit happening. Yeah. But then, you know, and then, then we have to deal with like global mm-hmm. pandemic where we just can't go outside and like be yeah. human beings in a real way. Yeah. And then, you know, all this dumb shit just happens. Like we have mm-hmm. poltergeists in our fucking auras the eyebrow or trimmer i don't yeah. know what the fuck is happening <laughs> so then our night, fucking mustache trimmers are possessed yeah i was like oh some some real real shit here yeah uh and then last night like jack has been an angel like thank mm-hmm. god like i got that going for me uh but last night he um he was speaking like kind of quiet and just chill and playing with his toys like before his bath 
And he's sitting on the couch next to us. We're watching TV. And he's just like playing with his truck like a little buddy. And I look over and I realize there's like something smeared all over the couch. (gasps) It's shit. It's full (sighs) fucking shit. He leaked out of his diaper so bad last night. It was everywhere. Everywhere. I had to... I, I don't I, – I washed the cushions as best I could with one of those, like, you know, I Bissles. have what, Yeah, I have, like, yeah. a Bissell, like, like fabric cleaner. cleaner, yeah. <sighs> oh, was, no. It was rough. So that was – there's just, like, you know, my eyebrows half gone. I got shit everywhere. It's just – what are we going to do, you know? Thank God he didn't smear it with his hands, though, because I thought that's where this was going for a second, that he, like, rooted around in his diaper and was, like – I mean, he. I think he was like aware of it, and he was like starting to feel like on his butt, and he like definitely like got it wet. on his hand. Yeah. Oh, oh. So it was like a full like, ah, like oh. <laughs> me screaming, and then like him getting like startled because Upset? yeah, yeah, because like, I, I was like, there's shit everywhere, <laughs> and then I just like it was like embedded in my nostril hairs, and it was just like, oh well, my god, yeah, and then so, you have to bleach your face, yeah. Your whole well, mouth. You had to clean out your mouth and nose bleach. I mean, it actually didn't smell that bad for like poop. He's had like way worse smelling poops, but this oh, that's was, like, good. Th- thank God. Yeah. You know? Oh thank my God. God. So anyway, shits so much literally shit. everywhere. And this, I think, is a is an interesting way to segue into our topic. Um, yes. There are a lot of weird things happening. Um, <laughs> I, if you had, would have told me in 2015, 2016, that we would be talking about half the shit that we're talking about at this very moment in time, I would have just, um, I probably would have moved uh, out of the so, country. Yeah, sooner. <laughs> yeah. Before this moment in time. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Um, so, for example, we are standing the United States Postal Service. I mean, a year ago today, I would have been like, the fucking post office? Gross. Oh, my God. Like, nothing ever gets here. Every It's, like, almost like being at the DMV. It's so awful to go into the office. It, like, yeah. I would have not been a fan. And now I'm like, buy as many stamps as you can. And then just hoard them. You know? No, oh, my God. Like- I have – I just, like, bought the other day. Let me see. <laughs> Oh, let me let me pull out my stamp yeah, collection real same. quick. Stamp, 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 stamp. I got stamps. some spooky ones. <laughs> oh, cute! Oh I my got, god, so cute! Oh I got these. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> I got dinos. Yeah, cute. I got my global forevers. Oh my goodness. And I got my Harlem Renaissance stamps. Oh, hell yeah. So. Oh my God. So. I also bought a little like mail truck for Jack. It's oh, like cute. This tiny little like, yeah. It's to go so- with this dump truck. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, oh we're, we're doing all, we're doing, there's shit is just, it's wild right now. The postal yeah. service needs our help. Uh, Benjamin Franklin's postal service needs our help. Benny Frank says, buy some stamps, y'all. Uh, you know what I like? <laughs> I like buckles, but a close second is stamps. 
I keep my buckle collection next to my stamps. When I send a package, I like, I don't use tape. I use <laughs> belts. You know why? Because then I can use buckles. <laughs> Uh, well, Benjamin Franklin started the post office, so yeah. if that's if for no other reason to support the post office, it is. Oh my god! For do it for Benny Franks. Um, <laughs> so, so we got the post office. Like, shit is wild, yeah, and then the we post have, office is over here spinning out of control. Crazy, yeah. crazy. We got, and then we have like all this fucked up shit happening, like some. Like racial justice shit, yeah, still, still, still happening. Civil rights, it's like civil rights. Yeah, we're still like try. We still can't figure that shit out. People and can't stop being racist. People, um, people are trying to shut down the USPS. People are trying to shut down civil rights. It, it's like, uh, and then women are not ever on a good footing. Ever, ever. I mean, yeah. We just had uh, the hundredth year. Um, anniversary of women getting the right to vote suffrage, like yeah the women's suffrage uh anniversary and don't forget that it wasn't all women were given the right to vote right. just white women so also like am i supposed to celebrate that like we had to fight so hard to get this shit no if anything on the anniversary of suffrage we should be able to go around and kick white dudes in the nuts like <laughs> fuck you okay like- you know, like, why are why do we have to celebrate? Like, oh, we're so grateful. Thank you for no. Well, we're celebrating the women, I guess. No, just who, like, give me money. It. Yeah, just, just give, give me, me money. money. Just give me money. I fucking, I know I deserve the right to vote. Okay, and yeah, I'm gonna go fucking vote hard. Yeah. I'm gonna vote yeah. so fucking hard. <laughs> yes. Okay. And so all these things converging in our brains brought us to this topic today oh of God. stagecoach Mary. Oh, what this. a Topping. Oh my god, this woman mm. is such a star. It is okay, she's not fucked up, but obviously her circumstances were fucked up. We're gonna talk about her. And and also it's fucked up that we never learned about her in school. It's like, who what? Stagecoach who? Oh, also, can I just get this out right now? Yeah. Stagecoach Mary. Oh yeah. <laughs> Guess you gotta take the mail out. <laughs> oh yeah, she delivered mail. Okay, we haven't so, talked about Yeah, it. that was that was where all these these intersections are coming to. <laughs> she Stage delivered co- mail. Stagecoach Mary was this bad bitch yeah. who delivered mail. And yeah. she was the first African American woman to do so in yeah. our country. In the late 1800s. Oh, my God. She maybe have also been the first woman, right? Or was she just the first? I don't know. I don't know. There could have been there could have been ladies out there, but, like, honestly. But not, I mean, maybe one, you know? Maybe one, yeah. And now, also, before we get into this, I just want to shine a quick spotlight on to Kimberly Jones, who is in, she's a black activist. She's an author. She was made famous earlier this year for her Monopoly analogy around the, like, looting and uh, rioting around the initial protests uh, after George Floyd's murder. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and everyone saw that clip and it was on The Daily Show. It's uh, phenomenal. If you um, haven't watched it, watch oh it. Oh my God, it's... watch it. It's so good. Uh, and I started following her after that 
um, on Instagram. And every Tuesday she posts Tuesday tasks. So it's just like three quick things that you can research, watch, and follow and support. So mm-hmm. um, she'll give you like a topic to research, a, a video to like Google and watch, and then a handle to follow and support or like an organization. Cool. Um, and there's always a theme to these. So um, – like last week, it was food all about food deserts. The week before mm-hmm. that, it was music themed with a shout out to Big Mama Thornton. It was like, you nice. know, research Big Mama Thornton. And she's <clears throat> not doing the work for you. You still have to do the work. But she's telling you about these things that like we should know. They're a rich part of our history or a rich part of our current events like food deserts that people don't talk about or might, might have no idea what that is. Totally. Um, and, it's, and she's just – so incredible. So definitely follow her at Kimberly Latrice Jones on Instagram. She probably mm-hmm. is on Twitter as well. But a few weeks ago, when this fucking post office bullshit started and we were like, what is going on? There's, you know, a whisper at this point of defunding the post office. She was like, here's your themed post office, uh, you know, Tuesday tasks, research, stagecoach, Mary. So I. Uh, it was like immediately I like pinged Aaron. We're like, we got to cover this lady because she is, yeah, what like a woman of firsts. She's just like uh, fucking cool. Like you would have wanted to oh hang out with God. her. You know what I mean? I like love this woman so much. Oh and God. honestly, not that much is known about her. But yeah. what we have been able to gather from historians over the years that have researched her, uh, I think it's she's pretty fucking cool. And all and it's all true. Like there's photos of her, there's evidence. Like it it isn't like she wasn't like Daniel Boone or whatever where or Paul Bunyan it's, or something yeah, where it's like it's is not this made up. Real? Yeah. yeah, it's not made up. It's real that she was this like fucking real badass of a person. Yeah. Yeah. So. And and to be honest, like we don't even know about half of her exploits, like mm-hmm. what she was uh doing in her day to day, but we what we do know about her is pretty fucking sweet and yeah. we'll talk about that mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. So like we said, she through her many adventures, she eventually ended up becoming the first African American female star route mail carrier in the United States. Mm-hmm. Like star route is what it was called when they they had to like um it's like a contract mail carrier. Yeah, yeah. They would contract it out. So they didn't it wasn't necessarily it was like a third party yeah, kind of exactly. uh person doing the mail route. Yeah. Um because it was so fucking rural everywhere um, in the in the United yeah. States at the time. So she earned a reputation of being a hard drinking, cursing, smoking, an all around badass woman who mm-hmm. absolutely should have had a million movies made about her and all of her badassery. Um, so that we could have learned more about her and, like, just celebrate how fucking cool she was. Um, even if some so. of it is, like, even if they I, – I feel like maybe they might make a movie or maybe it's on people's radar now. But even if it's not 100% factual, it's, like, you know, you there's enough stuff about her out there. Like, her journey from when she was born until when she died, like, enough to make a fucking sickening movie. Oh my god! Amazing. I mean, and there uh, there are some like pop culture like blips, uh, blips yeah. about her, but honestly, like I think like we have so many yeah. movies about like please stop making fucking Batman movies. <laughs> like, <sighs> please stop, stop it. Uh, I don't want it. I know it looks good for. I mean, it looks fine, but it's like. Uh, 
I just like it's only it only looks cool because like Robert Pattinson like fucking hot with like smudge <laughs> eyeliner and also they're playing that they're playing a Nirvana song in the background and I'm like oh my this god this is really really make my pussy it's, pop right yeah, now giving, giving you pussy quivers or whatever yeah vagina quivers oh my god oh uh, my god but honestly he was giving me like so much Sebastian Stan as like Winter Soldier vibes like I was like please DC <laughs> Get out of here with this fucking oh bullshit. Oh, my God. I just – I saw the funniest meme where it was like, um, uh, like, why are they out here trying to make, like, Batman be, like, a super hot bachelor playboy who's, like, very rich but also emo? Like, those worlds don't collide. Like, everybody's not going to be like, and now here comes Bruce Wayne to give a speech at this, like, huge gala in his, like, big, huge mansion and then, like – this little like middle hair part, like pale guy, like you know, like walks the up. guy from Wedding Crashers, Tad, or Todd, yeah. Oh Todd, my god, Todd, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like what? Uh, yeah, it was just a funny meme I saw. Well, this is okay, but uh, I'll send it to you. Um, this is the hard part about all this, though, too, because you cannot read an article about this woman, Stagecoach oh, Mary, uh, without – honestly, like, it is – very first paragraph is like, Stagecoach Mary, blah, 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 and then it goes into – with a uh, with a reputation for boozing and fighting and like everything was always about how she had like a bad reputation. It's mm-hmm. and I mean they paint her in that way specifically uh, because she was drinking and carousing and cursing and all this stuff. And I hate it uh, yeah. so much because it's like, well, you you just mean that she like. Like, fucking let go of your pearls for a second. You just mean that she was just, like, not giving a shit how anyone, like, viewed her and was being herself and doing whatever the fuck she wanted. Yeah, I that and the fact that like literally every and I'll talk about this more at the, you know, Mm -hmm. in my final thoughts and feelings. But um, the fact that literally every article that I read about her. Yeah. Everything talked about how she had a notoriously uh, bad temper and that's like maybe 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 but like also like i just i can't imagine uh like a an article about a a man from this time being like and he had a very bad temper yeah like or if he like did, what was like if he did he was just like murdering people right. probably yeah you know I gonna, like i was gonna say like if he did have a bad temper he was like so fucking crazy and just like the biggest asshole you've ever met. Whereas she's just like, don't talk to me that way. Yeah, you know what right. I mean? Exactly. It was like, okay, we'll talk about it. Yeah, but yeah. So we'll talk about it, it. It's really fucking annoying reading these articles and it just being like, well, okay, you don't even know what year she was actually born in. And yeah, you're or sitting month. here. Yeah. Or month. Yeah, you're sitting here like talking about how she. You know for a fact she had a bad attitude. Oh, my God. So stupid. But you know what? And then, like, the other, uh, like, side of the coin is that everybody, like, also loved and admired her. And then it's like, well, which is it? Like, because I think, I think if a black woman came into your town in that time, in, you know, in the late 1800s, didn't take your shit and was doing her own thing. 
even in the North, people are not going to be happy about it. So That's right. did you love her or like, it's so stupid. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So just a little quick background. She was born uh, Mary Fields mm-hmm. around 1832. Some people think she was born 1832. Some people think 1833. Mm. Nobody knows for sure. But 1832 seems to be the year that most historians agree on. Yeah. Um, and also, like, not exactly sure where she was born, but most historians agree it was somewhere in Hickman County, Tennessee. Mm. Um, she was born into slavery. Uh, and like many enslaved people, her exact date of birth is just not known right. because they could care less about yeah. slaves yeah. and so or enslaved people. Uh, and I guess she was enslaved to a Supreme Court judge. That um, was yeah. Sorry, I meant to make a note here that that was another kind of like it's unknown. But the judge we'll meet later, Judge Edmund Dunn, uh, potentially she was born to him. Um, yeah, and yeah, and on, but it might not have been him to that family, yeah. right? Right, right. Uh, so we're not, yeah, there's still like there's there's some stuff that's a little muddled in terms yeah. of like what, where exactly, and what exactly, and who exactly, but yeah, uh, those are kind of the general uh, uh, top line notes about her early, early life. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was born, like we said, enslaved, but she was a uh imposing figure her mm-hmm. almost entire life yeah uh from the age of 18 she was already over six feet tall uh and she was just like she's just like a, a big w-o-m-a-n you know what i mean a woman mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah so, she was everything so she um was freed at the end of the civil war in 1865 and she was like, I'm getting the fuck out of here and went to seek a new life in the North. Yeah. Um, so when she when she was freed, she she was like, all right, bye. I don't care if somebody wants to come with me. Cool. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. So she she went out on her own and she traveled up the Mississippi to get north. Um, P.S. By this time, she's like 33. She's in yeah. her 30s. So she's yeah. not like a very young and she's lived a hard life. I mean, she was a yeah. slave. So yeah, it's, you know, she's lived a hard life. And she's just like, you know what? I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. She's like, what do I have to lose? I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I need to, I need to make a change. So she yep. really did. Mm-hmm. And she, she traveled up the Mississippi River, working on riverboats. Uh, she would, uh, you know, make her way up and and work for different households as like a, a servant or uh, a laundress. Mm-hmm. Uh, just did odd jobs uh, for for different families along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and she actually ended up in Ohio eventually. And this was like very out of the norm, but she ended up in a convent, mm-hmm. not as a nun. Mm-hmm. Uh, she just ended up working there. And the way she ended up there is a little bit debated, but many historians believe that she came to the convent after working for Judge Edmund Dunn mm-hmm. uh, and being acquainted with uh, uh, his sister, Mother Mary Amadeus. Mm-hmm. So uh, Judge Edmund Dunn's sister became the mother superior at this convent up in Toledo, Ohio. It was the Ursuline Convent. I don't know what that means, but I guess it's some religious order. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so when, and this is also debated, we're not sure exactly why she went to the convent, but it was known that she had some connection to Mother Mary Amadeus, and this might have been why. Uh, So when Dunn's wife, Josephine, died in 1883, some think that Mary, not the mother superior but right. you know mary <laughs> the main character stagecoach the mary story. yeah stagecoach mary she uh took the family's five children to live with her aunt at the convent in ohio yeah uh some accounts say she accompanied a daughter of uh, a prominent warner family to the convent other people say or other historians say she headed up there with a family friend who was a nun not quite sure, but either way, she ended up at this convent, and she immediately began working there as a groundskeeper. Mm. So she, uh, you know, took care of the the convent, helped build buildings on the on the property. You know, all the things that you would do as a groundskeeper. Yeah. Um, and of course, it's a community of nuns. It's a it's secluded, and these people are very reserved. And Mary was like a you know she's pretty gruff. She was like. Not taking shit from anybody. Mm-hmm. Rabble and rouser? She, Is that? She She was just, no. She oh, wasn't okay. trying to rabble no rousing. Oh, okay. She was just like. She, <laughs> I don't even really know what that means. She wasn't trying to rouse no rabble. She was just. She, she was. She just like to curse. And she wasn't a fucking nun. She yeah, wasn't yeah, like yeah, yeah, studying yeah. the Bible her whole life. She was like. I. She had to like strike out on her own. So she was probably just kind of a hard ass. So uh, when she got to the convent, for example, somebody asked her, apparently, allegedly, how her journey was. And she reportedly told one of the nuns that she was ready for, a quote, a good cigar and a drink. And that was, like, so shocking. Oh, my God. Ugh. No, thanks. I hate it. (laughs) And fuck, like, hell yeah, bitch. We all need a good cocktail after and maybe some weed to smoke after a long day of traveling. The fact that that would, like, get someone's panties in a twist – Ugh. Like a man would say that, and it's like, yeah, yeah, totally, sir. Here's your drink. Like, oh, you mean you because you traveled for like months to get here? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. So she's just trying to fucking unwind, bitch. I know. So, <laughs> jeez, I need a cocktail after a long day watching Netflix and not doing shit. God damn it. Mm-hmm. So oh, at man. any rate, she's she's working at this convent, and despite having some like kind of tussles with some mm-hmm. of the nuns over wages they didn't want to pay her uh bitch no No. i didn't escape not escape but i didn't leave slavery to not get paid yeah um is what she i'm assuming she said to yeah she's like i'm free now so um yeah fuck you pay me yeah um and also she got she would get like pissed if these bitches would trample over her freshly mown lawn (laughs) I get it. I get you it. You do all this work oh and you're God. like some like asshole just starts walking through your nicely tended garden. Like, come on. Oh, my God. I – you cannot – I feel so bad. If if I – when I clean the kitchen and I like clean the sink and everything, wipe everything down and Pete wants to cook something, I'm like, no. You cannot We're ordering the food tonight. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I just want to make bread. And I'm like, that's the worst thing you could make. It's like – You're getting – Flower oh particles all over my freshly and then it's like, washed yeah. counter. And then it's like gunky and it hardens and I got to like fucking chip that shit off. And it's like, no, absolutely. Like, because you know, no offense to Pete or anything, yeah. but you know he won't wipe down those counters as good as you did. So Or at all. 
Or at all. Yeah. Oh so God. according to historian I D. Get it. Gar- yeah, I get it. <laughs> according to historian D. Garso Hagen, one nun remembered Field's wrath when anyone disturbed her lovingly kept ground, saying, quote, God help anyone who walked on the lawn after Mary had cut it. Again, I think, you know, obviously. You get those grass clipping, you track them all over the goddamn place. Come on, bitch. <laughs> but, uh, but also it's like, you know, white women are the worst. And uh, just because they were women doesn't mean that they had any sort of uh, viewed her any sort of way, you know. And so it's like a- anything she ever said, I feel like could just be turned into something ridiculous yeah you know oh, for sure. it's like oh hey um can you just go that way into the other door i, I just cut the grass and it's like oh my god like, yeah <laughs> what totally. do you mean and it's like all how right. dare you speak to me in such a way <laughs> god damn it all right so, whatever maggie smith's character's name was in sister act calm down <laughs> So despite, like, her, you know, her chippiness with the other nuns, Mm -hmm. she got very close with the mother superior, Mother Amadeus. Uh, She said, fuck you, pay me. Stop walking on my damn fresh fresh cut grass, you stupid idiots. Mm -hmm. And all these nuns were so upset, but Mother Amadeus was like, hell yes, Mary, get your money. (laughs) Fuck these bitches. And just laughed at at all the – how mad all the other nuns got, got, like – because she like couldn't handle they couldn't handle her just being like please stop doing that. Oh my god. So they sit there and they laugh together. Is Amadeus a, a real name? Isn't that a what? No, I think it's like a made up name. It's like you get to like Say- give yourself a, a stage name when you become mother <laughs> su- superior. <laughs> she was like, I want Amadeus. It's like she's like couldn't be a head witch. Yeah. But, so she wanted to have like a little more flair yeah. than usual. But that's where and know. also that's where the song Amadeus, Amadeus. Amadeus. <laughs> Can I tell you a story? Yes. When I worked at the golf course with Bomber and Garrett that one summer, mm-hmm. uh, and we had to go get <laughs> we had to go get people's golf bags, there was a guy named Doctor Zayas, and we- ah! <laughs> you told me about this. I did. Yeah. We could- oh, I knew about it. I either Bomber or Garrett or you told well, me this story because there's a little dance to it too, which I won't do because. People can't see it, and I'm sitting down for anyone watching on YouTube. But yeah, I'd be like, Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Anytime <laughs> we got his bag, it was the most fun. I loved it when we, he would come golfing so much. Yeah. Oh, God. So anyway, good. so that's made me think of this the whole time. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, so in, <laughs> in 1884, Mother Amadeus, Amadeus. <laughs> <laughs> she got an assignment uh, elsewhere. And from God? Sent, uh, from the bishop, I guess, who – he's like, hey, we need to colonize more of this country. Can you please go to the Montana Territory oh, yeah. uh, and help establish a school for Native American girls yeah. at the St. Peter's Mission, which is west of Cascade. And by help establish uh, a school, we mean force them to be mm. as white as they can. Thank you. Yeah. Good day. You're making them give up their their relig- their yeah. own religion that they've had for oh, since centuries. the beginning of time. Yeah. yeah. So and so Mother Amadeus leaves. <laughs> That's Mary's best friend. And 
she Mary stayed behind in Toledo, but at some point in 1885, Mother Amadeus got really, really sick in Montana, and she actually sent for her, for mm. Mary, to come help take care of her. She was like, bitch, I'm sick. None of these assholes know how to, like, yeah. make soup. Please come help me. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> so she – Mary is a good friend, and she packed up and left and went went to – Montana to take care of her friend. Um, this is a part two where I'm like, I don't know if I believe. I'm like, mm, was it this? Who knows? I mean, we don't know, but we're, I'm just like, this is the sort of narrative that like we were told in history classes. Like, right. And then slavery ended and everything was fine. And so, and, oh, and yeah. everyone was her friend. And it's like, uh, I feel like that wasn't the case, but I could be wrong. But I feel like Mary, because – at this point, she is – she's doing She's whatever. her own person, yeah. She's, she's doing, her own person. Yeah. She, she, I think she's a very capable person, and she could have chosen to be like, No, thank you. No. True. Yeah. And it's like um, a nun. Like, why is she hanging out with a nun? So they must have, like, been friends. I think they truly were friends, and it's well documented that they were known to be mm. good friends. Uh, not just, like, some weird – Yeah. Uh, ulterior motive mm. on anybody's That's part, good. really. Yeah. Um. So, and Mother Amadeus recovered, and she, uh, Mary stayed in Montana at St. <laughs> Peter's. Wait, Mother Amadeus? Would you call her Mamadeus? Mamadeus? <laughs> Let's call her Mamadeus. <laughs> Mamadeus. Mamadeus. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Ma- Mamadeus recovered, and uh, <laughs> which is like. Obviously, like, because oh, Mary God. was taking care of oh, her. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, and so Mary stayed on at St. Peter's, and she was basically doing the job that she'd been doing at the other convent, but I think her responsibilities were much more, because this was mm. much more remote. Yeah. Uh, there was not, like, a – you know, Toledo was, like, built up uh, in those days, like, in Ohio. In Ohio. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't like a big city, but it was, you yeah. know, there was there was stuff. There were people. Um, it was big enough that easily... people were like, holy Toledo, you know? like Holy Toledo, <laughs> yeah. Well, but, you know, they had like – they had general stores yeah, and they were yeah. able to get supplies pretty easily. Yeah. yeah. But here in the – and this is in the – in Montana. Montana still is pretty fucking remote. Um, yeah. And so this is a, this is not even a state yet; it's a territory. Uh, so she had to do a lot of work to get supplies there, on mm. top of uh, like doing all the laundry, growing the vegetables, tending the chickens, repairing buildings. Uh, and then she became the forewoman of like all the things that happened on the property. And mm. uh, like I said, she was also in charge of getting all the deliveries and the supplies that were needed for the mission there. Uh, and she didn't really have a um, contract, like she wasn't um, specifically officially employed by the convent, uh, mm. like she didn't have a written contract, but she, she's freelance. She's yeah, she's like freelance, but they still yeah. paid her, obviously. But mm-hmm. that meant she was free to come and go. She pleased. She was a contract mm. worker, basically. Um, cool. And she also was able to take outside work. Um so in addition to her duties there, she did all kinds of other stuff. Good for her. Good for her. She's just her like, own boss. Yeah, she's just hustling. Yeah. Uh, she also transported visitors to and from the train station, and and she had 
and again, this is very remote, very scary. Wild animals everywhere. Yeah. The roads, there's no roads, really. No, no. Um, and at one point, this is a story that was documented, the wagon she rode uh, flipped and this was because a pack of wolves spooked her horses. Oh. And she guarded the supplies all night long and she single-handedly fended off an entire pack of wolves. Whoa. That's fucking badass. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's just a little, little taste. Stage coach, Mary. Guess All you right. better not let your Mustang get spooked by wolves. <laughs> I don't know. So uh, as you can imagine, at this point in her life, she had already developed a pretty uh, independent mindset. She's mm-hmm. very sure sure sense of what she wanted to do with her spare time. And yeah. that was visiting saloons. Yeah. Getting into fist fights, wearing Drinking. men's clothing, mm-hmm. uh, and smoking cigars. That's what she wanted to do. And so she fucking did that. Yeah, she did. Oh my she God. also um she also trained with a revolver and a rifle. So she got really, really good at shooting. That was mm-hmm. very important in those days. Uh you needed to be able to defend yourself against outlaws, wild animals, men in general. Yeah. Just, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So she's a fucking badass. Mm-hmm. She was uh, became a very well-known crack shot. Mm-hmm. And so she's just out here fucking slanging. Oh, my God. Living her life, drinking. Good for her. Yeah. Um, yeah. So at some point, though, the news of her, uh, I guess, not so ladylike behavior reached mm. the bishop who was in charge of this uh, this convent, this mission. Oh, right. He's still like, we have a reputation to protect still. And they're like, but she doesn't even like fully work here. Yeah. It's like, like she, can she just come and like do her thing and we pay her? And he's like, um, no. It's like, I guess. Ugh, I don't yeah. love it. Yeah. So, but he's, he's really, you know, keeping tabs mm-hmm. on Mary and doesn't love her drinking, smoking, shooting yeah. guns, wearing men's clothing. Doesn't approve He's, of that. He was probably but, also racist. Oh, for sure. <laughs> um, that goes without saying. Are you kidding? Um, so he's just waiting for her to slip up slip at any up, point in time. Yeah. And as it was reported, Mary, you know, she would get, in, she wouldn't shy away from getting in a fight. And uh, I guess the male janitor at the convent got in her face, and mm-hmm. they they fought, and they both drew guns on each other. Remember, this is the Wild West. Yeah, this, everybody just always it's has normal. a gun. People it's are normal. dueling to settle yeah. arguments. Yeah, yeah. So she. Got kicked out of the convent at this point. Did they kick the janitor out? No, of course not. Not of that I know not. of. No, they didn't. No. So this was like the the, the final straw for the bishop. And yeah. he's like, you're out of here. Um, but she was like, I, you know, I got a whole crew here. I'm friends mm-hmm. with Mama Deus. Like, I'm not going to go too far. I'm going to move, but. Yeah. I'm out of here, but I'm going to go to this nearby town. Mm-hmm. Uh, the neighboring town of Cascade, Montana, uh, is where she ended up moving to. And she did a bunch of odd jobs uh, there to support herself. And she's basically on her own again. Uh, I guess she tried to open up a couple eateries for the people in Cascade. But 
they didn't really work out because apparently she would give away food to people. Like she oh. didn't – she like – if somebody couldn't afford to eat, she's like, mm-hmm. have the food. Just have it. Don't pay. Good for her. Um, so she was very generous, very mm-hmm. kind. Caretaker. She's a caretaker. She's she a is. caring person. Yeah. She's very, very loyal, very caring. Mm-hmm. And so she's looking for work uh, after her eateries don't necessarily work out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she's also becoming very well known in Cascade. She's uh, endeared herself, I think, to people and also has gained a bit of a reputation because as a lady, she's going to the saloon. She's carrying a gun everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's smoking. She's drinking. She's just like. She's making bets. She's gambling. She's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's getting drunk in public. She doesn't. She's pulling her gun out. Because yeah. when. Because that's. I mean, if you can't get into like a pissing contest with the dude, then you pull a gun out. You know what I mean? She's like, yeah. I'm not going to show you my titties just because you think you have a big dick, but here's my gun. So. Yeah. Yeah. In lieu of a dick, here's my gun. Um, <laughs> Stagecoach Mary, Stagecoach Mary. <laughs> but I guess like people ended up really loving her. Uh, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Like that's what it seems like. She yeah. – edit. it. it Either way, she becomes really well-known in the town. She becomes, like, a local fixture. Yeah. Uh, and nobody really fucks with her because she will literally beat the shit out of you. And she's definitely, like, earned respect um, due to the fact that she is obviously a capable person and just seem – she seemed pretty fucking cool. So – That's the thing, too. It's like if you if you are – uh, if you're able to beat everyone up, they're going to be nice to you. Yeah. Which reminds me, um, there's a show, Hell on Wheels, and uh, she was a prominent figure in like the fifth season maybe. Uh-huh. Or the seventh season. Um, and I watched a clip about it. Um, and it was like in an article just like about her character and like why they brought her in. And the clip is so fun because it apparently like as a real person, she had a standing bet that she could knock a man out with one punch. Hell yeah. And the story is that she never lost a bet. So there's a (laughs) clip in this show where she like goes into a bar and she orders a whiskey and the guy's like, I'm not serving you. You're a black person, but obviously it's you know, worse language. Yeah. And she, and you're a woman. And mm-hmm. she's like, oh, um, how about I make you a bet? And like, we see if you give me some whiskey and like, I'll bet, I'll bet you that I can yeah. make you out one punch. And he's so cocky. And of course she does. Um, so that's really fun. Uh, but also by order of the mayor, um, you know, women weren't allowed really in bars. They weren't allowed in the saloons. Mm-hmm. You're a lady. You, you do not come in carouse with the gentleman uh but the mayor loved her so much in montana that she was the only woman that was allowed to be in the bar smoke cigars in public uh she could you know be chatting it up with all the dudes and no one had a problem so yeah it is cool and it's like that's i guess in the beginning we talked a little bit about like is this real how much of this is you know kind of a tall tale or whatever but I do think there is some truth to this piece of it where, like, she was just so beyond and just was so capable of defending herself and was so tough that at some point they're like, okay, you know? Yeah. Like, they're like, yeah. 
All right. It's know. Mary. It's you know? Mary. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's it's pretty cool. Yep. Uh, she just, she became like a pillar of the community, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, now, remember, Mary was born around 1832. Mm-hmm. And at this point in the story, it's where it's, we've gone ahead in time, obviously. And it's yeah. 1895 now. Oh, my God. So, at this point, she's around 60 years old. Wow. And she's lived a very full life up until this point. But mm-hmm. right in this moment, in 1895, she's about to embark on a career that will solidify her iconic status. Oh, my God. This is when Mary starts working for the USPS. Oh, my God. It's giving you that Bermuda shorts realness. It is. <laughs> P.O. Box extravaganza. <laughs> It is. Stamp, stamp, stamp. I was just going to do. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. So she, in 18, 1885, she acquired a contract to deliver mail for the United States Postal Service. Mm-hmm. And it's not like it was like we had mentioned at the top. It was a contract job. Um Right. It was in those days because it was so rural, because everything was so hard to get to, mm-hmm. uh, they had to hire out these contract workers. Yeah. So it wasn't post- like a cushy government job, you know, yeah. where there's like benefits and stuff. It's like, we have these packages to deliver. Who can get them there? And it's like, okay, we'll find a local to do it. And literally it was like all these things were a matter of, of survival for mm-hmm. – for these, some of these communities. Um, yeah. These are medica- medications, food, uh, yeah. clothing, you know, all these essential things that people needed in these rural places. Yeah. Um, and so back in those days, the post office uh, didn't hire or employ mar- mail carriers for the star routes, but they awarded the star route contracts to people who proposed the lowest qualified bids. Mm-hmm. And – who, in accordance with the department's application process, posted bonds and sureties to substantiate their ability to finance the route. So if they, like, lost any of this shit, Mm -hmm. like, they could – before there was any insurance, they had to, like, put up the the assurance that they could, you Mm. know, cover the value of whatever was – if they lost anything. Yeah. Um, So she was employed by the Star Route Freight Company – and she – her route was making sure supplies and mail made it – uh, yeah, mail. I mean, obviously, we're talking about supplies, but it's also, yeah. like, letters. Yeah. Um, so she – her route was from St. Mary's Mission to Cascade, Montana. Mm. Uh, she drove the route on in her wagon, in her stagecoach, mm. for – she had two four-year contracts, so – from 1895 to 1899, and then from 1899 to 1903. Mm-hmm. Remember, she is around 60 years old at this point. Oh <laughs> so my God. she was doing this till she was almost 70 for it's, eight years. It's such a bummer because, like, she had to be the cheapest. Yeah. Like, to get this contract. Also, maybe there weren't a lot of people around that were, like, vying for this specific job. But she had to be the cheapest. And then she had to, like, prove herself that she was capable of doing this. So she had to, like, you know, you're, like, yeah. on a probation period. Yep. And and it is, like, very, very hard, grueling labor. Yeah. Like, you're driving a horse stagecoach 
which mm. is taxing on your body. I mean, you're physically controlling the horses and there's no like suspension. It's not like driving on a paved road. You're driving over rocks and dirt and holes, you know, that's, and yeah. you're sitting on a piece of wood and it's hurting your back and stuff. And there's snow and fucking wolf packs of wolves like you talked about earlier. Like, it's the wild it's west. Extremely dangerous. It's work. grueling. Yeah. Yeah. It's, grueling. it's exhausting. It's mm-hmm. it sucks. And she's in but, her sixties. Yeah, but she she did it, man. She did she, it. She was good at it. She was very good at it. Um, mm-hmm. she had so much practice from the the job that she had with the convent, where she mm-hmm. would bring supplies to and from. The train. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, from the train station. Uh, transporting people she knew the roads she knew all the things that were hazardous she -hmm. knew how to read the weather like she was an expert at Mm -hmm. this and so she was great at it um she knew how to use a gun for like if yeah if wildlife or like white supremacists or like yeah anyone or bandits wanted to fuck with her and like try and take her contract because um, she did carry a bunch of guns, and we already talked about her being a great fire fighter. Uh, but also the a very fun thing, which I didn't find much information about this specifically. But there, the picture of her that's in a lot of articles. Um, if you read about her, uh, it's her holding a gun, and she's not she's not in men's clothing. She's in a skirt, mm-hmm. but it's very like um, it, it's almost men's clothing, but yeah. it's shaped different. But it's like very like brown and like simple yeah um and not like it's practical it's practical it's practical and um so she's holding a like a shotgun or a rifle or something and then she also has a dog and the dog is so cute and it made me think oh my goodness i love that she had a pet and and he was like her guard dog slash emotional support animal for like all the shit she had to deal with on the road but like she always had a companion hopefully Um, I don't know really anything about the dog, but I, well, I was like, that's so cool. Yeah, it's just it, – it kind of – it shows you that, okay, not only is she like a badass, she's also like has a, a companion, you know? Yeah, she's, yeah. Like anybody who who has an animal – Little I don't bit know. of softy. Is it, yeah, it has yeah. A, like a softer, I don't know. Also, it, element. Like, it modernizes it a little bit. Cause like you look at the dog, she looks old school as fuck. But if you yeah. didn't look at her and you just looked at the dog, that dog could be a dog right now. Mm-hmm. And so it's we it's like, whoa. I it just kind of like Yeah. It humanized it, it like it it puts I mean, obviously she's very humanized yeah. in all the the descriptions but like uh, old, you know it feels old timey this feel, it yeah. like modernizes her Mo- it, it it humanizes her make, in a modern way i don't know yeah it just it yeah it gives her some like um i don't know like real world context i yeah. guess something yeah. that we we can relate to yeah uh, it's it's a it's it's a cool picture it um is. yeah and yeah, th- so she just she did this uh, route for over eight for eight years. She had mm-hmm. her two four year contracts, and yeah. she eventually retired in her seventies. And she lived out the rest of her life, I believe, in Cascade. Mm-hmm. Um, she like was a laundress still, and mm-hmm. I think she even babysat. Like she was like a caretaker of children and stuff. And yeah, she she was and she was really well loved in the community. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like. They still they like celebrated her up until you know after she died like Aww. they still they they there's like 
I don't know if there's like a monument to her or what, oh. or like a day for her, but they they like loved her. So, yeah. and she's like known in that in those in them parts. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So she was she's kind of like a legend, but one mm. that we've really never heard of, and yeah. that makes me very sad, and that's fucked up. Yeah, I think. Um, but yeah, like we were saying in the beginning, I, I just kept reading all these articles about her having a temper, and these are my final thoughts and feelings because okay. like, that's all that we really know about her. I feel like uh, we don't have to say, but eventually she did die. Um, yeah, she did in die. In yeah. the early 1900s. She's still alive, yeah. Yeah, and she's still alive. Yeah, no, no, she's not 200 years old. No, that'd be cool if she was, though. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she... Uh, what we do know about her is, like, very sparse, uh, but it's pretty fucking epic. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I, we were saying, all of the articles that you'll find about her, they do mention this uh, idea of her having this um, this main kind of vibe of just having a bad temper. Yeah. Um, but after all of this, after learning about her, it just really sounds like she just simply did not let people fuck with her. Yeah. And the fact that she was black and a woman, mm-hmm. people just couldn't deal with it. So they called her difficult uh, and kept saying she had a notorious temper. And mm-hmm. I think that's still such a – Sexist. Uh, a, yeah, well, it's just still such a um, a terrible – like descriptor of black women specifically Mm -mm. oh yes the The angry angry, black woman the angry black woman that that ridiculous trope that you know people just anytime a woman of color stands up for themselves and specifically black women they just are automatically uh, labeled as angry or difficult or pushy or whatever and um just in these days, especially, and especially being a formerly enslaved person, her being assertive in any way really caused white people, very insecure, fragile white people back then, mm-hmm. uh, to just automatically get defensive and label her as angry. Uh, and that still happens to this day. Oh and it's just bullshit that um, Mary was out here just living her life, being mm-hmm. the best at everything she did. Mm-hmm. And I, even if she was an asshole, who cares? So what? Yeah. Sh- she got results. Mm-hmm. Uh, and every man in the Wild West at this time had a, quote, reputation that is still known about today. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, like, they were celebrated for this characteristic. Uh so uh, there's a million movies made mm-hmm. about like uh, Billy the Kid, Jesse James, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Mm-hmm. Those people were real people and they were literally walking around murdering people. Yeah. Talk they were about murderers. a temper. <laughs> yeah. Talk about a temper. They murdered people uh, and they robbed banks and, yeah. and you know, whatever. Those were the people that were out that were out here trying to rob Mary that yeah. she was yeah. defending herself against. So, mm-hmm. um, but we have heard of literally all of these men. Yeah. And we hadn't heard of her. And we haven't heard of her. So, I don't know. It's just like, westerns are my favorite genre. Oh, so good. Of movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's way too many movies out there humanizing these men mm-hmm. who are actual fucking monsters and they're synonymous with this macho Wild West like vibe, and they're America's biggest anti-heroes mm-hmm. ever. 
mm-hmm. which that's cool. Cool, whatever. Yeah. Uh, we love an anti-hero. That's great. Yeah. But why? Why can't people write a goddamn account of this woman being an act- actual real fucking hero mm-hmm. like she was instead of just a lady with a bad temper? Like, why does it have to be that, you know? It's like, because like, cause we can we package it as like her also being attractive? Can we <laughs> package it as like, is she sexual? You know, it's like yeah. – no, why does she have to be any of those things? Yeah. Like, it doesn't – she doesn't. She doesn't have to be those things to have an interesting story. Mm-hmm. Ugh. And, and she just is, in her own right, a fucking badass. And mm-hmm. um, and at the end of the day, at the end of her life, she's still – after all of her adventures, like you said, she still babysat other people's mm-hmm. kids in the town. Oh, yeah. She was still taking care of the entire town. Yeah, she still fed hungry people and was still a pillar of the community. Mm-hmm. And she didn't keep to herself like a lot of these like Western tropes, like these like quiet, you know, lawmen who get all the bad guys or whatever and they yeah. just like want to keep to themselves and be stoic or whatever. She was still out and about doing things for the community. She's mm-hmm. still out on the town drinking and smoking and taking care of her community. Oh my God. I love her. I just love her. I love her too. I wish her and – have you seen Deadwood? Oh, yeah. Calamity Who's, Jane? Yeah. I wish her and Calamity Jane were like BFFs and they were like – I mean, she is like – She is Calamity she, Jane. Yeah. She is Calamity Jane, mm-hmm. yeah. Only she was – only she was like riding solo. She wasn't yeah. attached to Wild Bill Hickok. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah, that's wild. It's – yeah, she was such a cool lady. Uh it makes me sad that we didn't learn about her and, like, celebrate her. And especially, like, the USPS is a big deal. It's such an institution. And if she was the first black woman, like, to get a contract delivering mail in this, like, treacherous region where nobody was, you know, that's amazing and should be celebrated. And Yeah, I want to – I like, if I was to, like, make a marketing campaign for the USPS mm-hmm. – I would I would make a entire movie about her obviously mm-hmm. but I'd also like I'd I'd be like hey these were the people that were literally creating the foundation of this institution that we all rely on in America we all rely on the the postal service mm-hmm. we all need this as a service in our lives like mm-hmm. period yeah um our country wouldn't be what it is today without it no so I'm just saying she's a hero. She's a hero. She got supplies to mm-hmm. the convent, to the town. She just did her thing. Oh my goodness. So I that's all so much. That's all I got to say about her. I want to learn more about her. Mm-hmm. But there's just really not a lot out there. Not a lot um, out there, yeah. If you are a filmmaker of any sort, make some sort of movie about her. I know that there are already, like, some, you know, things out there, but there needs to be more. Okay? There needs to be, like, a Hollywood put some money into this shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. let's see a movie. Not like, oh. Stop making Robin Hoods. Stop making Batmans. <laughs> stop making Spider-Mans. Like, we don't. We already have so fucking many. There has literally been a new Batman Every, Every like, five years. Yeah. Oh, early. Like, I think shorter than that even. Or it's like a, a Batman franchise. Uh, you know, it's like Joker. That's fucking Batman, okay? So, like, yeah, yeah it's in still the in the universe. same world. 
I know. It's so upsetting. Batman just derailing the conversation. Of course. Of course. Oh, Batman takes over again. Yeah. Oh, of course. Fucking get rid. Ugh. All right. Well. All right. Well, yeah. Um. All right. We'll follow us on social medias and stuff mm-hmm. at DTFU Podcast on all the places. Go to our Patreon if you would like. Uh, we have some cool shit there. Mm-hmm. If you want to become a patron, we do, do content every month. It's so fun. Um, and our us, content's going to be live soon. Mm-hmm. We're going to be doing because we can. We figured out how to stream to YouTube, so we're going to be doing what we normally record as our Patreon content is also going to be live, so you can join live and hang mm-hmm. out while and we're doing it. We. Dude, can you see this bruise on my lip? What happened? A jackhead butt. Boom. Oh, right in my fucking mouth. Kadoosh. Yeah. If you guys if, <laughs> if you guys you can't see it if you're just listening. So yeah. watch our, our YouTube channel. Yeah, watch our YouTube. Um, mm-hmm. visit our website if you want any of this information, dtfupodcast.com. Uh mm-hmm. that's the place to go. And that's yep. pretty much it, I think. I think so. We did it. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Mm-hmm. And hey, be what? excellent to yourselves and each other. <gasps> Bye. Bye.